Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Sharon Andrum, and today's going to be a little bit different. We're going to be talking about something that's just a bit more serious than normal. I've recently read this amazing book called For Colored Girls Who Have Contemplated Suicide When the Rainbow Is Enough, and it's important to note that enough is spelled E-N-U-F instead of how it normally is. As a white woman who's grown up relatively privileged, reading this story really made me think Um, And frankly, I struggled reading some of it because it wasn't quote-unquote proper English. It was written in a way that people just speak sometimes, and oftentimes the people who speak this way are people of color. Um, Not just just African-American people of color, but for the sake of time, I will be speaking mostly about them and how people are appropriating their language. I've noticed people in various communities, but especially the white LGBTQ community, have stolen or unrightfully claimed African-American vernacular English as their own. I myself have been a part of that problem, and that's why I'm here today to educate myself and my peers, my listeners, and whoever else I can. I'd like to start by reading a passage from the book. If you have the book or have something where you can read the book, it's on page 23. So I had to make like my hips was into some business. That way everybody thought whoever was getting it was an older man, couldn't run the streets with youngsters. Martin slipped his leg round my thigh. The Dells bumped stay up and down, up and down the new Carver homes. We was grown. We was finally grown. I want to emphasize that this is going to be easier to understand when you can see the work in front of you because the way it sounds might seem normal and like everyday speaking, but the way that things are written, the way that everything is spelled out, that's what's really important. I also want to emphasize the last two sentences of the passage. We was grown. We was finally grown. When speaking normally, one might not catch that, that it was we was instead of we were, but it's easy to see the issue when reading, especially because was isn't even spelled correctly. It's spelled W-A-Z instead of W-A-S. And statistically, African-Americans have less proper schooling or rather less access to proper schooling and adequate schooling. So things like grammar are often overlooked in terms of reading and writing. This is a severe race problem because when, say, a black woman speaks with proper grammar and sounds professional, she's met with comments like, oh, where did you go to school? Or, oh, you speak so well, as if she's incapable of doing so. When we don't give people the access to the tools they need in life, it becomes a serious issue, especially when it targets specific races. Now, something else I'd like to talk about is AAVE, or African American Vernacular English. It's words or phrases coined by the African American community, and it's usually used in a pop culture setting. Online, we hear things like, period, queen, you tell them, or things like slay. People often use finna as well when they're saying they're going to do something like, I'm finna get that bag. Things like this, they're all terms created by the Black community for their own use. And there's a lot of people recently, especially in the LGBT community, like the white gays, trying to take that from them. It's just another thing that the black community has created that's getting stolen right from under their feet. Earlier in the year, TikToker influencer Brittany Broski, who's known for using AAV in her videos and being known as Kombucha Girl, she's claimed that it's just internet slang in stan culture. The reason this is a real problem is because she is a white woman with a large platform. A lot of people are going to believe her. 
According to an insider article, Brittany Broski posted a video on TikTok explaining her thoughts on when she felt it was appropriate for non-Black people to use African-American vernacular English, AAVE. She later apologizes for not being educated on the topic, and she took down the original TikTok, but people are still upset that she even tried to have any say in the matter. I mean, rightfully so, though. I'd like to go a little bit more in depth on the history of AAVE, also known as BVE or Black Vernacular English, because the history is a lot longer than I ever would have expected. I thought it was something new, that it was something that maybe came out in the 80s, but it's way, way before that. It began during the transatlantic slave era um, as a way for slaves to talk to each other and form unity and bonds within their own communities during these times of terror. An article written by Feminuity.org about the use of AAVE by non-Black people states that when BVE is used by non-Black people in verbal dialogue and on social media, it erases this origin while commodifying parts of Black culture. As someone who grew up in Southern California, I was exposed to this type of language and I didn't think anything of it. Even now, as I've grown up in Casper, Wyoming, I had no idea that there was such a significant history behind it. Frankly, I had no idea that there was a history at all. Now that we've gone through the history of AAVE, I think it's time to transition into the appropriation and misuse of it. Um, I want to focus on the misuse by the LGBTQ community. And just because the LGBTQ community and Black communities are both minority groups, it doesn't give anyone a pass to abuse a language created in either of those. There's a lot of overlap between those two, and there's nothing wrong with that, but white gay men have been known for taking the lingo from the black queer community. I really enjoyed this quote from womensrepublic.net. It goes as follows. When society appreciates black English as an independent language distinct from slang terms or miseducated speech, it can be beautifully appreciated and valued. When overused and misused beyond repair, we blur the line between respectful appreciation and blissed out ignorance. I think it's important to know where that line is between appreciation and appropriation. And it's a very thin line and it's relatively subjective. Some people might not be comfortable with non-blacks using any form of AAVE and some people might be totally okay with it. It just depends on the situation, but I suggest as a white woman speaking to white people, speaking to other people um, in the people of color communities, just try not to use it. Sometimes it'll happen, especially if it's common in your language, but we have to start somewhere. We can't continue to take things from a culture that we are not involved in. To end the podcast, I have one final statement. If you are not in the Black community, and if you are not in any way correlated to this specific community, you have no real say on the topic, including myself. The only reason why I've spoken about it is to educate myself, you know, part of the problem, and to educate my peers on something that can be very harmful to a community who's already suffered enough. I hope that all my listeners, all my friends, whoever hears this, will educate themselves And with that being said, thank you all for listening in today. This was such an important thing and it needed to be addressed. But hopefully next time we'll have a much more fun talk. Thank you.